We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is the Six Man Show on Orlando Magic Podcast with your hosts, Luke Sylvia and Jonathan Osborne, covering all things Magic Basketball. Five fans, four fans. Go Magic. What's going on, Orlando Magic fans? You guys are back with the Six Man Show. Today is July 13th, 2023. Jonathan Osborne here. As always, I am joined by my co-host, Luke Sylvia. Luke, we just watched a summer league game going overtime and the Magic lost. How are you? Well, I blame producer Kevin for any semblance of overtime. He was over here talking about triple overtimes and this overtime, this over, whatever. I am just thankful that that overtime has a target score. And that it's not like an actually played out one, especially for us to just lose. Jed Howard got me a little excited there at the uh, in the overtime period. So, with that big time shot, Jed Howard had us excited really at, at different points throughout the game. I think he had like a 19 point first half, had a big three to tie it up in overtime. Before the Knicks went down the other end and and scored and and won with that uh, Elam ending. We'll, we'll talk more about the game that we just watched uh, from from Wednesday against the Knicks. But we're also going to talk about Monday's game against the Indiana Pacers as well. Two summer league games since our last episode. However, before we get into that, folks, as you're listening to this tonight, uh, producer Kevin, Luke, myself, uh, producer Kevin's done all of the three summer league games. You and I have, have jumped in at, at times for the other games and uh, for the most part, we've we've done the last uh, you know two games. We've been on playback. If you guys are not familiar with playback, uh, playback is like a group watch platform um, that we have you know partnered with and and have joined playback uh, to watch. Right now, we're doing summer league games of the Orlando Magic. It's been a lot of fun to kind of do that as a community. And you have the chat. And uh, Monday night, we had some folks join us on stage where you can. Everybody can hear your voice. You can give your takes, talk about the game. You can even turn your camera on if you want. So it's been a lot of fun. We're continuing that tonight as you all are listening to this Thursday at 9 o'clock Eastern. Our playback will probably start around 845. The Magic are playing in their fourth summer league game. Uh, this game is going to be against the Portland Trailblazers. And we've been getting a lot of questions on whether or not we're going to do this in the regular season. We would absolutely love to. 
Um, but Bally and the, uh, I guess, broadcast companies that they're making their products available to right now are sort of hit and miss, for lack of a better term, without getting into to too much detail. So we would love to do this for the regular season. Right now, we're just kind of standing pat, and, and we'll see what happens. If we can do these during the regular season, we will. Uh, so just be on the lookout for more details. But Luke, I've had a lot of fun doing this. Like seeing our reactions to certain clips has been fun. Yeah, I, and also I'll add that you know a point that you made during you or Kevin made during the playback broadcast uh, tonight was that if it's a nationally televised game, we have all intentions of utilizing playback if we are able to to do that. So that doesn't mean that if you guys miss summer league or you don't really want to tune into summer league and do playback as a result with us, that's totally fine. You, you know, we we still can line it up for the upcoming season if the opportunity presents itself. So, you know, keep that in the back of your head as well. We'll be promoting it obviously when that comes around. Um, but yeah, it's been fun. Usually Jonathan, we're texting through watching games together and there's always a delay. So we're scared to text because we're like, we don't want to spoil it for the other person, the other person or people in the chat. So it was cool to, it's, it's always good to be able to watch it on a synced stream together. It, you, you literally never get to do that unless you watch a game in the room with somebody. So it's a really cool you know, environment that playback has created and created some, some really funny moments already. Only three summer league games in. I can only imagine if we were able to do regular season games and do them often. I know that uh, a lot, a lot, a lot of people would tune in and we would have a lot of fun doing it. So yeah, it's been awesome. It's been a ton of fun. So if you're interested in that at all, whether you follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, really wherever we're posting those links when we go live. Uh, but if you're not on social media, if you just type in playback.tv slash sixth man show summer league, you'll be able to find our broadcast. And we're trying to see if we can update that link for the regular season. So it'll be at the same place, but it may be a different link. So when you uh, log into playback, you can subscribe to our channel. And then hopefully like throughout the year when we do broadcast, you guys will be able to join us. So it's been a lot of fun doing those Luke a little bit of Orlando magic news here before we talk about the past couple of summer league games um, it's been reported or well the uh, magic announced rather I should say about this part that they have officially re-signed Mo Wagner I think they uh, officially announced the signing of Joe Ingles last Saturday and we've been waiting for the official signing of Mo Wagner uh, but that was able to to take place um when was that? Now, I don't remember exactly when that was. I think it might have been Monday, if I'm not mistaken, or, or potentially Tuesday. The, the days are just kind of blurring together here in the offseason. Uh, but the Orlando Sentinels' Jason Beatty reported uh, that per a league source, that the contract is for two years, $16 million, so $8 million a year, with that second year being a club option. And I looked it up on Track now. Track is confirming that. Uh, that the 2024-2025 club option for Mo Wagner, the deadline for that is going to be uh, June 29th of next year. So again, the day before free agency. So Luke, now that we have really the the full details of these deals, you know, Joe Ingles, two years, $22 million, second year is a club option. Mo Wagner, two years, $60 million deal, second year is a club option. What are your thoughts on those signings in particular? And then when you just look at the Magic's free agency altogether? Yeah, I mean, in particular, I, I think that really, for the most part, everything 
that we saw officially happen was as reported, you know, for Joe Ingles beginning a free agency. Then you, you know, wait a few days, you get the Mo Wagner news. It's all relatively, you know, what we thought it was going to be. I'm glad that there was nothing that held anybody up really. And uh, they got it done pen to paper. But as a whole free agency, you free up, you know, you, you maintain, I should say, long-term flex- flexibility with these guys. You got club options for both of them. So the Magic really control what they want to do with the future of this team. And depending on how next season goes, they'll pull the trigger on, on one way or another. And I'm happy that they're able to do what they were able to do. To me, it's so funny because, like, you know, now the Magic have made these signings. And um, right now, I think they're, they're total... Um, like their cap space, they're five, almost $6 million over the cap. But, you know, we have the luxury tax in the league, which the threshold for that is $165 million. I think the magic are like $147 million, if I'm not mistaken. So it's funny how like you can operate over the cap, but also not be in the luxury tax. So it's like, is the cap really the cap? I know you can only like re-sign your players you know, with bird rights, you know, uh, and, and stay, uh, you know, to sign those guys and be above the cap. Uh, but it, it's just really funny kind of how all that works. You know, people talk about, well, does the cap exist? Well, it does. And, you know, it, sometimes it, it kind of doesn't. So, but yeah, I'm right there with you. Sign Joe Ingles, re-sign Mo Wagner. Joe Ingles was definitely a need, veteran presence. I tweeted this out with signing, re-signing Mo, signing Joe Ingles. The team achieved a few things. Got shooting. Added a veteran presence, maintained long-term cap flexibility. Next year, just those two guys alone, you're able to free up $19 million in cap space if you decide to decline their team options. So did the Magic make a big splash? No, but overall, I still think it was a very solid free agency for the Magic, and they maintained continuity, which is a, a big thing there. Talking about continuity, continuity and talking about free agency, uh, Jeff Weltman on Monday was on the Sirius XM NBA show with, I know it's Justin Termini and I apologize to the other host of that show. I don't remember who it is. Justin, I think it was Frank Isola. If I'm not mistaken, uh, but they had the chance to sit down and, and talk uh, with Jeff Weltman. He said a few things during that interview that were uh, pretty interesting. One of those being that the magic are not ready to, to push their chips in. So reports coming up, uh, you know, really today, Wednesday that the magic are, you know, monitoring the situation with Pascal Siakam. I don't buy it. You know, we talked about the the wind horse, you know, comments at the the beginning of free agency that the Magic might be looking to, you know, press on the gas and move the team forward, but their actions, their words don't really match up with that. And sure, Jeff Wiltman could be saying whatever so that he doesn't let on. Um, but I did find it interesting, you know, that he made the point to say, hey, we're not ready to really push our chips in and that we're still evaluating the young talent that we have. Yeah, I think that that doesn't come as a surprise, but it is interesting to hear him say it. That like to reveal any type of of path that he's thinking and what his mindset is, and just to come out and say we're not we're not in a position. We understand we're young, and that's what kind of I think what's what really what he paired with it was like you know we're majority twenty one, twenty two years old. This isn't we're not you know, sprinting to the finish line is basically what he was getting at. So uh, not too shocking, but it, it was interesting to hear him commit to much of anything. And he usually doesn't. 
So for him to come out and say it, yes, that that definitely stood out. Yeah, we had, uh, as we were watching the Knicks game tonight, Anthony Parker, the new Magic general manager underneath Jeff Weltman, had a, a an interview with, uh, is it Beth Moens, I believe it is, with PJ Carlissimo. They were calling the game. And it it was pretty obvious after that that we're not getting like another John Hammond who is just going to, you know, be very forthcoming, you know, with information and his uh, dealings with the media. So uh, definitely going to miss John Hammond always just <laughs> saying what uh, everybody else in the front office probably didn't want him to say. But yeah, it, it comes no surprise that, hey, we're still evaluating these guys. We're still super young and alluding to what we've been talking about for a couple months on the podcast now that, hey, yes, these guys are really, really good, but just pump the brakes on like just wanting to rush to contention because just historically speaking, 21, 22, 23 year olds, like groups of 22, 23 year olds don't get there. Like that, it's just kind of been the reality would love for the magic to be the outlier. But the other thing that, that Jeff Weltman said that I thought was even more interesting, he was asked about Jonathan Isaac and you know, where his health is. And this is his quote here. It says, my expectation is that Jonathan will be healthy and he will have a great year. Goes on to say he's having a great summer. He looks terrific. And closed by saying the doctors seem to feel confident with it. Um, He also seemed to imply, he didn't come out and directly say it. uh, He said he's actually here with our team now. We had a practice this morning. So did he explicitly say Jonathan Isaac practiced with our team? No. But if you just kind of listen to the conversation and read the context clues, Luke, I know you and I both feel like that's kind of what he was saying. Yeah, I'm. I would love to know for certain because there's a hundred different ways you could say it. I don't. I don't know if that's what he meant. Like he could have also meant Jonathan Isaac is with us, and the reason I know that is because he was at the practice that was held this morning. I I don't know how to take it. But I really heard everything I needed to hear when he says that the doctors aren't, you know, think that he's good. He looks great physically, thinks that he's going to definitely be healthy this season. Those are all the things I really needed to hear. So he checked the boxes of, of what I wanted. My ears perked up a little bit the second time that I listened through this. Whenever Jeff Waltman has been asked about Jonathan Isaac in the past and even earlier in this conversation was asked about what are your expectations? And he said earlier in the interview, not talking about Jonathan Isaac, he said, we don't like to put expectations. Like we just want to play better basketball, smarter basketball, so on and so forth. And almost every time he's ever been asked about Jonathan Isaac's health, he said, he's doing the right things. He's doing everything that we're asking. We're going to be patient, so on and so forth. Asked about expectations. He said, my expectations or that he's going to be healthy and have a great year. If I'm playing devil's advocate here, if you were trying to boost his trade value, this is what you would say. You would want to give the outward appearance that he's healthy, he's going to have a, a great year. And I, I don't think that like it, it might have been absolutely nothing. It's just for a guy who... Maybe he's just sick of saying we don't want to put expectations or timetables on these guys, so on and so forth. Maybe Jonathan Isaac is really just that far along that he feels confident in saying this now. But I found that pretty interesting. 
It's most so likely you, nothing. I don't know that it's mm-hmm. anything, but it might be something. That's interesting. I think little conspiracy Jonathan coming out to play. Paranoia, I think, is what I would call it. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, don't uh, I mean, it's an interesting theory. I'm not totally off board from it because you're right that uh, you know not the normal response you get out of him for sure. All right. Why would why, he do that? Why, why would, would he, he do, do that? that? I'm doing Brian the wind horse fingers. fingers. Really quick question. This is a quick aside. Did you listen to or watch the JJ Reddick interview with with Wendy at all? I did listen to majority. I think very good. Wendy, low key funny. I really appreciate. He is that. pretty funny. He is pretty funny. Here is the hoping that Jonathan Isaac is going to be healthy and have a great season. That nothing would make me happier than that and i still find it funny you know the, however people feel personally about jonathan isaac just the the way that every chance people get they just have to like joke and, and meme it's like all right enough everybody's sick of hearing about it and, and talking about it quite obviously we want the kid back on the court and looking forward to seeing him good to go for training camp that would be fantastic Luke, let's take a quick break uh, to tell you all, our listeners, who this episode is brought to you by today. And as always, in every episode, it's brought to you uh, by our wonderful patrons. If you're not familiar with what a patron is or or what Patreon is, uh, Patreon is a platform uh, where fans of of different content creators uh, can be part of a community and help financially support the content creators that they like. Um, And that's exactly what our patrons do. Our patrons help make every single episode, every single event, every single giveaway that we do, they make all of that possible. If you are a fan of the show, you you like listening to us, like coming to events or watching us on YouTube, uh, I would just ask that you consider partnering with us uh, financially. Again, just helping us do everything that we do and um, help us to do more. The more support that we have, the more that you know we can do, the more that we can um, invest into the show. So, I really, really appreciate all of our patrons. If you're interested at all in joining our Patreon, you can find us at patreon.com slash the six man show. I promise if you join our Patreon, you get a very special shout out. Every episode that we have brand new patrons, we do give them a special shout out. And then if you join at our Hall of Fame or Elite tier, we shout you out every single episode. You don't believe me? Watch me. I'll shout out Court Cousins. Drew Gooden, Armin, Carson Tulo, Jonathan Borges, Normal, Magic Player History, Gabe Gaines, Captain Wiffle, Michael Martin, Jamel Miller, Michael Salapong, The Distract, Donkey Punch Dave, Paolo and Francis Warmth, Pierre A. Pierre A was on our playback tonight. Really, really appreciate you stopping by, Pierre. Uh, Nostalgia and M&Ms, Dylan Holden, Mr. Mikey, Eduardo Sanchez, Drum, Danimal, Dodo 15, Bobby Skinner, Goaty93, Teddy Sylvia, Eric Lopez, Fuchsia, Juan Gerardo, Bill Fulton, Edmund Lagone, Jose Esquilin, Destin for Greatness, Caleb Pete, Candlelisten, Ty Mr. TV also was on our uh, playback tonight. ESPN Really Sucks, Gear 95 Shred, Junior Bruce, Half Reekin, Shahan 177, Bulby the Dawn, Himlo Ben, Himro, RM Prof 221, Ray Pastrana, Magic Kid 714, Spank Too Hard, Soft Taco, Jesse, Fuego Nando, Victor Cologne, Phantom 72, Irish Magic Mike, Austin Lampy, Random Hustle, Only Franz, Maria, Keith Wallace, Fritz, Currency Kev, and Bruv Sal. A big thank you to all of our wonderful patrons. You can find us at patreon.com slash the six man show. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. 
Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shay Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shay Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic. Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina wine mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Luke, Monday, Pacers, Magic, Summer League, Blowout. Really, really, really uh, tough game to watch uh, for a number of reasons. Summer League is going to Summer League, of course. Uh, Magic lose 85-108, to 108, a true blowout loss. Magic shoot 40% from the floor. They shoot 18% from the three-point line. 15 turnovers in this one, Luke. Uh, I mean... Caleb Houston, you and I talked about this on the last episode that we wanted to see Caleb do a little bit more uh, than just shoot threes. He finishes with 18 points, five rebounds, two assists, and a steal. Five of 10 from the floor, one of five from the three-point line, but seven uh, for eight at the free throw line. Luke, what did you see uh, from from Caleb Houston or anything else that kind of jumped out at you in this one? Yeah, I mean, you pretty much cover with Caleb and, and what we saw. We saw him be aggressive right out of the gate three-point shot wasn't falling early ended up not falling really the whole game obviously he had one out of the five that he took but that was the note on playback i think that i had made early on was that caleb looking to attack is is what he should have should have done and did do in that instance the one thing that i will say and the reason i don't really care if the magic loss i don't care if the magic lose every game in the summer league but the the thing that i do care about is that when it is a blowout like this the reason it is so unbearable to watch is because your key players see a hit to their minutes. In this game, Jed Howard, 27 minutes. Anthony Black, 27 minutes. Whereas in the next game that we'll talk about in a minute, you know, both those guys play uh, like 34, 35 minutes in the game. So we missed out on seven to eight game minutes from those guys in this blowout. Made it a little bit frustrating. I'd say Jed Howard stuck out to me just because of that 
performance that he had in game one against the Pistons going three of 13 from the field. And he goes four of nine, two of five from three. I mean, 40%, not bad at all. And also has five assists. So Jed Howard getting the five assists there. And then Anthony Black was the other really key part of this. Those are the two main guys we're going to be looking at, obviously. But he struggles in this game. And uh, yeah, that that was really my my, my takeaways. Because really, those was the only couple guys we're really looking at here. Yeah, I felt like towards the end of the, the first summer league game against the Pistons, like, all right, I, I've seen mostly what I need to see from these guys. Now I really just want to see them next to the guys on the main roster, like actual NBA guys. And that was only like further solidified in this game, you know, against the Pacers. You know, DJ Wilson and uh, Elijah Hughes getting the start next to the main roster guys, you know, Anthony Black, Jet Howard, you know, Caleb Houston. Uh, Elijah Hughes um, really didn't play all that poorly 14 points, 41% from the floor. I mean, for what you're asking him to do, you know, kind of playing off Anthony Black wasn't terrible. Uh, Robert Baker uh, out of uh, played for the Lakeland Magic last year out of Harvard uh, in 12 minutes had 10 points, five rebounds, four of six from the floor. I know we've talked a little bit, you know, about guys, you know, from this team that may potentially, you know, get a a two way here for the Magic. Robert Baker is is the guy early that I I've kind of had circled. Now that changed a little bit for me tonight about the uh, in the next game we'll talk about that in a in a few minutes but uh like we've talked about on the playback broadcasts, you know, a guy like Kevon Harris who did not play for the Magic Summer League, I believe played for a Minnesota Summer League team last year and the Magic went out and signed him to a two-way deal. So I have a feeling that is going to be the case, you know, to to fill those two remaining uh, two way spots. No one on the Magic roster has really like overly impressed me to the point where I'm like, we need to sign that guy to a two way. Has anybody done that for you? The closest thing really was Robert Baker for those that qualify, and I am hoping that the the slots are filled by guys that aren't on this roster in summer league to be quite honest. There's just nobody there that does much for me. Like if, if Jed Howard and Anthony black aren't in the game, I'm not, there's nobody that I'm like, Oh man, I, I'm so glad this guy's on the floor makes this game more bearable. They all make it pretty unbearable. They're all fighting for their lives, like for their careers. So I get it, but there's just, I mean, summer league is summer league and, and that's really all there is to it. Looking across, you know, kind of the the box score here, looking at the Pacers, Ben Matherin, who, again, you know, the the Pacers were up by double digits for most of this game and and, and late into the fourth, especially by like 20 plus. The fact that Ben Matherin was in this game in like the final minutes, if, if I'm a Pacers fan, I'm like freaking out. I want Ben Matherin at this point, not even in summer league, if I'm being honest, uh, but he finishes in 32 minutes, 17 points. Four of 16 from the floor. Now, usually regular season and playoff NBA games, you can go to NBA.com, you can go into the box score, and you can go and view every single shot attempt from a specific player. Now, I admittedly did not want to go back and watch this entire Magic Pacers game again, but I do feel like a decent amount of those shot attempts that he missed were defended by Anthony Black. Anthony Black played Ben Matherin uh, defensively 
really well, I felt, in this game. And I think that some of that is reflected in uh, Matherin's poor shooting. But yeah, again, 108 to 85. I think my tweet after this was like, this was a very summer league game. That's just the best way really to describe this. And then moving on to uh, Wednesday night, tonight, we're uh, recording this after the game. Magic losing an overtime thriller, 82 to 80. Uh, Magic, you know, had a, a double digit lead for a good part of the, the second half. And then going into the fourth quarter, uh, the Magic had, an, I believe it was an 11 point lead going into the fourth because they only score 11 points in the fourth quarter, which obviously helped lead uh, to the overtime. Um, but apart from that fourth quarter, like the Magic were you know, playing you know, really well, uh, offensively at least. Defensively, um, it were just lapses, you know, throughout the game. And, you know, obviously these guys are, are not NBA players. So some of that is is to be expected. But Jet Howard was 19 points in the first half. Uh, he had three points in the overtime period, didn't score in regulation in the second half, Luke, but 22 points, eight of 17 from the floor. Four of eight from behind the arc, added three rebounds, an assist, a steal, and a block. We were going pretty crazy over Jed Howard in the first half of this game. I think the the what you lost tonight with Jet was his assist numbers, obviously, compared to the Pacers game um, where he had five assists and the Pistons game where he had four assists. But it didn't matter because Jed Howard was scoring wise the best that we have seen up to this point just seems like the game is getting slower uh our friends over at uh um our friends over at through the wire did a live show in vegas they had cam whitmore on the bra on up with them on the stage and cam whitmore they said what what's been your impression of summer league so far and cam whitmore said the game's fast it's fast and he and they said that they could see that you know just how much he settled in from game one to game two even. And I think that's what we're seeing with Jet Howard too. I think if you ask Jet Howard, he'd probably say this game's fast, right? Like much of the same sentiment. And as the games are going on, he's getting more comfortable in his zone and learning what he can do and what he can't do. He's also just in a rhythm. Hadn't played basketball for how long since Michigan had played and back in March. So he's just getting in a rhythm is what I think is happening. You know, he's been able to do this stuff that he's doing. He just, and that's why he shot as many shots as he did in games, you know, like, like he had like against the Pistons where he shoots 13 times and only makes three shots. He knows he can make them. And tonight just, man, some of the moves that he was making to get space, to create space from the three point line, he does it regularly. He gets enough space. He just has to hit the shot. And I'm very interested to see if that translates to being able to do, can he do that, create the space that he creates in summer league? Can he do that at the NBA level when, when the, the lights are on and it's the regular season? The only player right now on the roster that I think has like a similar like dribble package that can like effortlessly, effortlessly get into shots like that is probably Paolo. And Jet is definitely the, the better shooter right now. Like, you know, Cole has you know, an offensive bag, but it, it's different from like these kind of like behind the back sidestep, you know, kind of threes that we've been seeing from jet in summer league, especially tonight, you know, Franz has the, the, the step back, but step it's a back. little bit, it's a little bit different. It, it's not quite as fluid. It is still very nice. Don't get me wrong, but jet is the only guy on this 
this roster. And obviously he needs to do it in the regular season and, and do it consistently. But what we've seen from him in the summer league has me really excited to what to see what he can do uh, you know, in the, the second unit. Rookie year, we're probably just going to see flashes of that, at least you know, for the first couple of months. Maybe he just comes out and really impresses as a rookie. I would love that. But even with the, you know, the, the struggle shooting the first game, he's a uh, eight of 20 uh, from behind the arc in, in summer league so far. That's good for 40%. So you're, you're telling yeah. me this kid is shooting 40%, you know, on, on a, a decent amount of attempts per game. You know, I, I think it's like six or seven attempts per game right now. Um, it was like five, the first game, seven, the second game and eight tonight. So um, yeah, like the volume is there. So that, that's that's really encouraging. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. But tonight, and really, Anthony Black had that you know huge you know fourth quarter against the Detroit Pistons. But last couple of games has has not been able to shoot the ball quite as well. I would say um, tonight it was like eight points, but fourteen rebounds for Anthony Black. Like really able to to still find a way to to make an impact on the game. Um, I'm trying to pull up his, uh, his shooting numbers here for the game. Yeah, 3 of 10 for tonight. Not great, but again, 8 points, 14 rebounds, 4 assists, a steal, 2 blocks. I tweeted this out. I don't know that we talked about it on the, the last podcast episode, but he and Cole, like off the bench, if those guys are playing together, that's got to be one of the best rebounding backcourts in the entire league, like right away. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, yeah, he even did it, it what, in that, in the Pacers game. He had five, I think, or seven rebounds and he had five against Detroit. So this is something he more than five is five rebounds a game is what he's getting right now easily. Right. So that is encouraging. Um, what is not encouraging is the the six of twenty two from the field and two games of summer league. The last two games, we will see what what continues to develop with him. I I do wonder how it go. I really, for the sake of the second unit and for my sanity, I hope Cole Anthony is the Cole Anthony that we've we got to know the last 75 percent of the year because I don't know if I can handle it. An efficient, an inefficient night from Cole, paired with Anthony Black's shooting as a rookie, which we know that's going to be rough, is what we can expect from the field. I would not be shocked if Anthony Black shoots sub forty percent from the field this year. I do think after the strong showing that he that he had in the first game, 
like in that first unit, like teams are like really laser focused on him, like especially on the ball and just like the lack of spacing and just like overall organization, you know, guys, you know, not making cuts or they're making the cut, but they're making it like a half second too late. So they're not really as open as they would be. Like you can see him ready to make some of these passes, but guys are not creating separation. Like guys at the next level will like a guy like Markel cutting, or a guy like Franz cutting, like they'll be, you know, those guys will be able to um, create better passing lanes for him, I think. Um, but I, I, he's definitely struggling with the, the lack of spacing uh, in, in summer league, you know, like tonight against the Knicks, uh, 10 of 28 for the Magic, 35%. And that is really buoyed by, you know, Jet Howard, four of eight, and Dexter Dennis, you know, two of three. There's a lot of, offers from the the magic roster tonight you know summer league we we don't want to overreact you know the the scouting report on anthony black going into the draft was that he really graded everything not a great shooter now we kind of just wanted to wait and see and see what it would look like in summer league so far it's not looking great i believe the only make that he's had in summer league was that fourth quarter the and one off the glass not only is he missing these, but some of these he's kind of missing a little bit wide. So I guess the concerns that I had going into summer league about the shooting, they seem to be legitimate. We'll see if he is able to figure those out. If he can figure that out, the kid, he's already going to be fantastic, but that would just kind of take him to another level. So I, I still have questions just about the fit, whether it's next to, you know, Markel or if it's, you know, next to Jalen or, or potentially even Cole, if, you know, Cole, you know, shooting, um, if it's not going in. So we'll really just have to see. But his feel for the game, the way that this kid rebounds and immediately picks his head up and is running the break and is looking for his teammates and the way that, you know, he's been able to to, to get to the rim a lot of times whenever he wants. He's got some things to clean up. But overall, like from from Jet, from Anthony Black, like we've seen enough flashes at this point for me to be like really excited for what we're going to see, you know, come the regular season. And something that I hadn't thought about until tonight, like last couple of years, preseason, the first couple of preseason games have not been all that entertaining. But now like you go up and down the roster and it's all guys that we are like emotionally invested in. So even preseason for me is going to be a lot of fun. Luke, now that we've seen these guys through three games, you know, there's there's two summer league games left. There's going to be the the Portland game, you know, tonight, you know, Thursday as as we're uh, you know recording this. And then the Magic are going to get one more summer league game. Do you think we see Anthony Black and, and Jet Howard at all uh for the rest sh- of summer league? I think we should. I, I think that there was a play tonight that that Jet came up kind of like limping and like holding his hip. That would be the only reason that I would think, but he stayed in the rest of the game. He played well. I didn't see any type of hindrance in his play. I think these guys just need all the reps they can get. Uh, this isn't a Paolo Bancaro number one pick, big body. I'm going to bully everybody. I'm probably not really getting better in summer league type of scenario. These guys need to just continue to get used to the speed of the game. They need to continue to take shots, make shots, work on what they've got and what they want to kind of perfect going into training camp. I think that they, I, I hope that they play the next couple of games because 
they both could benefit. I'd love to see Jet just continue to do what he's doing. He did it on a smaller scale again, smaller volume against the Pacers. Really had his coming out party to me tonight against the Knicks. I would love to see him get some run. AB could absolutely benefit. Like you said, spacing is hurting him a little bit. He's forcing passes, in my opinion. Um, you know, some going out of bounds, like just trying to make the right play, but also getting creative with his passing and his vision. I think that it can't hurt for them, both of them, to just play out the remainder of the summer league, even if it's smaller minutes. I think they just need as much reps as possible. Yeah, the Jet thing is definitely going to be important to monitor and to watch. It seems like Kevon Harris, Caleb Houston didn't play tonight against the Knicks. So it seems like those guys are are probably done. Um, We haven't really seen a lot of guys like Jamal Bay, J.C. Butler, Amari Hardy, Elijah Hughes sat tonight as well. I think he said he rolled his ankle towards the end of the Pacers game. Uh, Drake Jeffries and then Kai Soto as well. Those are all guys that we just really haven't seen a ton of minutes out of. With you know two summer league games remaining, I would guess that we would start to see some more of those guys. So if we do see you know Anthony Black and, and, and Jet Howard again, I, I think it'll probably be in less minutes than we've seen. But I would agree they need all the reps that they can get. Uh, I had questions on whether or not they were going to play in in a Wednesday's game against the Knicks because Monday after the Pacers game, Dylan Murphy, the 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 coach of the summer league team and now the head coach of the Osceola Magic, he was asked how much more are these guys going to play, and he just said, "I don't have an answer for that right now." So obviously, he's not making those decisions. It's you know the the it's Jamal Mosley, it's the front office, it's it's whoever. So, um, but yeah, I wouldn't hate to see those guys again. I would like to see. Anthony Black especially go out on a little bit of a higher note because he seemed tonight to be playing a little bit frustrated probably just with like some of the mistakes that you know he was making hasn't had the the seven turnovers that he had in the in the first game uh, but still I believe uh, against the Pacers I think it was four turnovers tonight it was five turnovers against the Knicks so um, yeah we'd just like to see uh it's 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 hard because I don't think like the 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 things that are kind of hindering Anthony Black I don't see like the team situation getting better for him. Like he's just going to have to operate in sort of not great spacing and being like the focal point for the opposing defense. Right. And listen, I just need him to just work on the shot if anything else. And I I mean, it is what it is. If he has an efficient nights, the rest of the appearances he has, I like I said, it's reps, reps, reps. And that's really all it is. So shoot the ball when you get it, create your own shot, get to the rim. Um, and do your thing. And also, when you're asking me how many games I, I think we see them in, to give you a, an idea, maybe they're not operating with the same frame of mind, but when Franz Wagner, as we know, eighth pick in the draft a couple of years ago, he played four out of five summer league games. So maybe we see them play you know, next game and then they get, they're out for the, the fifth. I don't know. Um, also, another note really is Maybe, and I think we've said this before, but don't, I guess we we can't get too attached to what these guys are doing completely wrong or struggling in completely right. I was just looking up while looking up the Franz Wagner thing to see how many games he played. Josh Cohen, uh, digital news manager for the Orlando Magic. He wrote an assessment of Franz Wagner. And funny enough, the, the highlight was that several of Wagner's baskets in Vegas came via cuts to the basket. 
As soon as he spotted a defenseless trail, uh, he dashed to the hoop and finished with either a layup or a dunk, something he did a lot in college at the University of Michigan as well. Jet Howard, what does he do well? He shoots the ball. Regard, take, forget the Pistons game. This guy shoots the ball well. He says in an interview tonight, my goal is to be one of the best shooters in the NBA. I think you could, like, you, you're not off path, in my opinion, right? Like, based on what we've seen, this guy can shoot 8 of 20, 40% from 3, like you said earlier. That's what he does well. Anthony Black rebounding super well. I think that will definitely translate to the NBA. You just have to take the things that these guys are excelling in now and say, okay, it's a puzzle. There's a lot of question marks, but here are the pieces we can kind of say, this is going to do well. And these guys are going to excel in this area because they're crushing it at this level in the in summer league and whatever facet it is. But I think that's important too. just, much like Franz Wagner. He didn't have a stellar summer league. We've talked about that. But off the ball, he's always been that. And that is something that is one of his greatest skills is working off the ball at the NBA level. So I think it's just a good perspective to keep. These guys are fun, young, exciting players. It's easy to have recency bias and be like, oh, I only care about Jet now. Anthony Black just hasn't had great games. This is summer league. It doesn't mean a ton at the end of the day. Just take what you can from the positive and tuck away maybe some mental notes for things that they might be struggling right now, but it doesn't mean they're going to struggle with it you know, long-term in the NBA. Spitting bars. Hey, we didn't talk about Markel Fultz cutting his hair. He did do that. He did. Dread's gone. I, I love it. I saw the, uh, looking at the picture, I was like, this looks like a grown man. The streets he, are he worried has, about his aura. That's right. They are, but that's okay. I think this is just like bully ball Markel is what it really feels like to me. We already know what he does. We know how strong he is, but he he just looks like a like a, a grown man. He had a little, you know, when he smiles and stuff like that, he, a little bit of a baby face. But it just felt like with this haircut, this basically a buzz is what it looked like. I think uh, I think it's a good look. I'm interested to see it in preseason. I also don't think you can take somebody's aura out of like two photos that you saw, which are our, our uh, writer and, and now reporter and newsbreaker, David Bernauer was at the Vegas game and he's the one that's taken those photos that have been circulated. Those are from pretty far away. They were candid photos. Let's not, you know, let's not be concerned about Markel Fultz losing his aura because he cut his dreads and because you saw a couple of far away photos. Mm-hmm. Like, let's just all, you know, let's, let's relax. I'm sure the aura is, is very much still there. That that's yeah. my uh, two cents about all of this, but yeah, people were upset that he cut the dreads. People were like legitimately not happy. Yeah. It was, uh, maybe it was like fifty fifty, but there were a lot of people it. that were unhappy. All right, it. Luke, I think that is going to do it for this one. Anything else? No, that's it. Let's uh, finish out summer league. Do we know when that fifth game is going to be? It's either going to be Saturday or Sunday. That um, okay. the schedule for that has not been announced yet, so we'll just have to well, keep for our an sake. Eye hopefully, it's Saturday and um, Saturday at two thirty for me would be fantastic. I don't want like a Sunday night game because you know we no, record Sundays and atrocious. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll be back on Monday to recap all of Summer League if Jet and A B played and uh, continue to carry us here to. What's next stop? Training camp? Yeah, pretty much. Sweet. Let's do it. All right. Don't forget, if you're listening to this on Thursday, tonight, 9 o'clock, Magic are playing Portland 
on ESPN2 starting at 8.45. We'll, we will be on playback. So come and hang out. Just go to our social media pages. The links will be there. If not, it's playback.tv slash six-man-show summer league. Looking forward to seeing you all there. We're going to wrap this one up for Luke Sylvia. This has been Jonathan Osborne. You all have been listening to the Six Man Show, and we will catch you guys next time. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Sixth Man Show. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes and Spotify to get new episodes downloaded directly to your phone. If you enjoyed the show, please take a minute to give us a five-star rating and a review. It helps out the show a lot. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Sixth Man Show. We'll catch you guys next time. Go Magic! Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.